up, geeks? We are back. Hello, how are hello. how are you, thirty? I am fine. It's been um, uh, it's been a normal couple of days, I guess. How many weeks yes. did we? Uh, went on a you know a long ass break. Uh, I guess about three weeks to hiatus or two because we it's were waiting for Barbenheimer to come out. Oh yeah, yeah. And then when Barber uh, when Barberheimer came out, it was like second coming of Christ, right? And the world changed after okay. that. Like I have never. I have not, I have not seen, uh, like everything on my feed. There's always bound to be like one Barbenheimer post. Like, even the meme impact of like, Oppenheimer is like everywhere, mm. man. And yeah. the discourse on like Barbie is still active, with the the incels and the thing. But Oppenheimer oh, yeah. is like the funniest. Like, it literally made a chain reaction to like the internet, <laughs> like. Unsa uh, unsa ang vibes sa mga office run like nadaba si ang you work in a game office so nadaba na sila sa Barbenheimer hype. No, it's it's business as usual here. Not not really. Only Pia and I like <laughs> talk a lot about that stuff. And um, another friend Ayad, we we actively talk about how it you know impacts yeah. the pop Naramo culture sa, scene. Ano, Naramo sa corner like more like they don't know that Barbenheimer just happened. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kaya meme. Yeah, yeah. But, but I just like uh, I wanted to talk a bit about like post Barbenheimer, especially now. Okay, the ningawas ang kind of more issues about it, and especially like mga people from Japan. Like there was this issue though, na like it was a movie about the killing of mga thousands of Japanese people, and not one single Japanese person was in it, and like, kana diba we discuss na weird beto no na we don't get to see that in the movie, Mm-mm. but like na yung mga Japanese meme communities that are like likening it to ano like 9/11. how would the US feel if uh they made a biopic about Bin Laden and then they're like photoshopping kana mga Barbie and then I two towers na ano nagiatak and I'm like I guess that is kind of the equivalent of mm-hmm. ano Barbenheimer and Amorag. Why is it that white people are allowed nuance like see Ted Bundy or who's the new serial killer guy? Like Wait, do, got a do they just series? drop new serial killers every time? No, like they decide uh, to focus dumber. on like a dumber. Yeah, kinda dumb and dumber. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and Sakto Lagi ang kanang bit uh if they wrote like about uh problematic person of color you think malain ang US on it? like what what's your take on it um what do you feel? come on like we've been having like we've been talking shit about US has been like talking shit about other countries for quite some time now and you know it it it's it doesn't hurt them at least to say just that thing lang like make fun of 911 like who cares like they've already did like you know a lot of things to other countries as well so fuck it yeah it's like siguro i don't think everyone will be mature enough for it but if someone decides to make some kind of like nuanced for a uh, biopic about bin laden like uh uh i think the us is like morag they shouldn't be that outraged or like at least that's gonna be the yeah. ano well you made an Oppenheimer movie like what do you think but I think like the reason more like that would be weird is because bagura mong relatively newer man na nahitabo ang 9-11 so like a lot of people are, mm. still remember that day and like how many people Mm-mm. can still remember Hiroshima I don't know. That's kind of yeah. Like you can always like show uh, the Japanese people Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, I, oh yeah. No, I mean the American people Grave of the Fireflies, and then like, it's basically the same oh, yeah. thing. Like, like it's it's a yeah. it's a it's a cycle, man. Like we just can't stop talking about how war affects us. Like we're always yeah. gonna be making movies about that tragic event, and mm-hmm. I don't know when there's when a, it's gonna stop. But there's yeah. a lot of perspectives to put. In that scenario, good. Yeah, there's a lot of drama to draw from it, and mm. yeah. Uh, speaking of Grave of the Fireflies, I was like, uh, post Oppenheimer, 
I was like, because I just wanted to f- know more about the movie, like, na-acquire morag, na-huna-huna na watch list, like, post-opi. Like, uh, I recommended to you na ako gisensei mo on trailer. It's like, I think it's a Peacock documentary, or basta documentary siya na naasad si Christopher Nolan. It's called To End All Wars. And it basically, uh, it's, uh, what I said was, DLC Manisa Oppenheimer, kay Mareshag, it's the same story, except it's told without any of the artistic nuance. So, uh, it it just directly tells you what happens, ang, ano, ang nahitabo, and then, what's better, like, what's good about it is that we actually get, like, mga testimonies from survivors of the bombings, and, uh, they explain things outright, like, they they go like, oh, this was the issue with Oppenheimer and his connections with Florence Pugh or Gene Tatlock. And then, uh, like, they also explain exactly, like, the variations of the bomb that they came up with. Like, oh, this is where the uh, plutonium or uranium goes, and then this is what happens. Like, they're all like, uh, this is how the machine works. So I was like, oh, okay, this is... This is more like uh, it's a very intricate YouTube explained, and morag mm-hmm. suggest like hey watch it if you re- if you liked Oppenheimer or you were confused about it like watch uh, watch to end all wars and then I think that's tagline Oppenheimer yeah it's very kadang record it's very required watching afterwards na Christopher Nolan. And, like, uh, he talks about, like, the book, American Prometheus. So mm. that's pretty good. So that's what you missed on the first few minutes of the movie. There was, like, this badass quote that you missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, so, like, and... man stole fire. And, yeah. oh, Prometheus stole fire from the gods. And man suffered yeah. for it. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, the documentary goes into kind of more like more prequel shit for Oppenheimer. Like they mm. talked about how he Does, was trapped inside. Uh, I know he was trapped. Me with some prequel shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you basic. Know, it's it goes to history, man. It goes to his Anakin Skywalker age. No, I'm a person. My name is Oppenheimer. He got bullied down in camp. And then they decided to like lock him inside like a cabin or something, and then they put that in the documentary, and I was just like, villain origin story right there. And then like they depict that, and then how he was kind of like a weirdo in high school, and it covers that. And it was like this is the nuance that Nolan was not able to kind of portray for time. <laughs> he would if it's like you know directed by Greta Gerwig, probably he would put that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, besides besides that documentary which I'm like okay that's the only thing you need to watch after that um, you should also check out Kato, like you said Grave of the Fireflies so that if like the animal like if the movie felt kind of not personal because it was just focused on what happened with Oppenheimer like you can like in, in fact if if my download ni Oppenheimer, you should like get to the part where they drop the bomb and then play Grave of the Fireflies and then go back to watching like mm. Oppenheimer like right before he visits the president and he's like, I've got blood on my hands and then like <laughs> ma feel ni mo ang, ano, But if ang I remember correctly, uh, Grave of the Fireflies was like more on like the missile bombings lang, not the atomic bomb dropping or Maybe I forgot about the movie. I saw it like years ago. I forgot what it. Yeah, it, I was also like, like um, uh, what I remember about the movie, but because it's a very emotionally a uh, movie, damaging movie. Mm. Like you watch that in college, and then you're like fresh pang imong eyes. Wala pa kita Requiem for a Dream or Black Mirror, and then like you watch Grave of the Fireflies, you're gonna be like trauma times yeah, yeah. it's maybe? gonna it's uh, gonna gut you man it's like i haven't seen the movie come and see but apparently it's like one mm-hmm. of the worst but best war movies ever though it's depressing and it's i don't know it's it's like schindler's list but it made schindler's list into hello kitty and come and see <laughs> turned it into like wow really good though it's one of Is it's it new it's no it's it's an old movie and it's one of the like it's a very memeable um movie though not to the not because it's funny but like it's like apparently war kino according to um meme, facebook meme pages i've 
um, I've I've been actively like checking out these like keynote pages on Facebook, and yeah, yeah. and also I've been on film Twitter a lot. So basically everything about my uh, entire social media is like film Twitter, and film mm-hmm. Facebook. So mm-hmm. I've I am already seeing movies that I thought like oh, yeah these this is good. And I've seen that one like I am death scene from I forgot what movie was that, like the dude standing on the on the on the ocean and it's black and white. The whale. No 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 it's it's, <laughs> a, it's another oh, art oh, piece. Kanang I know the one where he's playing chess with death. I don't know. Oh, what are you talking about? But say it was yeah, a black and white kanang movie. Kanang nalagay ocean and then afterwards like uh, besides an artsy movie. And then, like, he's playing chess with death in that, I know. And then they parody it in 500 Days of Summer. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. S- I have I have no idea. Like, somebody has to, like, comment below and, you know, if you guys are listening, yeah, just tell us what yeah. the movie it is. Because uh, we're not trying to be too pretentious here. But, yeah, yeah. then again, back to, like, Come the... Come and see. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Grave yeah. of the Fireflies. Oh, there's also one companion piece, though, if, like... You're, we're trying to like do some nuclear deterrent thing with, with mm-hmm. with with movies and shit. Um, we have the Japanese with, the wind rises as well. If you've seen that, that oh is my also. God, I have no idea what that is. Oh, it's a like Studio Ghibli. It's Miyazaki's um, more recent really? work. Yeah, yeah. It's about the guy who invented the warplanes in Japan. Uh huh. Yeah. So like. Wow. Yeah. It's it's animated. It's heavily propagandized i don't know if like we're we're supposed to um feel empathy for that guy like he felt like it's like an oppenheimer situation as well like he created mm-hmm. these weapons of mass destruction yet like all they all they really wanted in life was just like try to make uh try to make this thing long without expecting it to like hurt other people mm-hmm. so like uh, that's that's basically what the wind rises is all about and well that's interesting yeah it's a it's a very animated uh, it's well animated, of course. It's Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli, and mm-hmm. it's it really puts like things into perspective with like mm-hmm. the dude behind that one. It's like there's Mitsubishi all over because that's like I know right. That's the that's the thing really? with uh, with Japan with Mitsubishi. They're like war manufacturers before. So no way. Yeah. I had no idea. Oh my is god. Is the is that logo Nilana triangle diamond? Is that supposed to be like a propeller's airplane? And uh, they're like Oh. <laughs> right? I don't know. Like I don't know right? the lore behind that, but I just said that I think like, it the, just means Mitsubishi. Yeah. I think I read somewhere Mitsubishi meant three diamonds and then you look at the logo and go, "Oh, it is three diamonds." Mm. But if they were warplane manufacturers, I'd be like, maybe it's the propeller. I, we don't know. <laughs> but yeah, there's some like there's a it's a good story if you guys want to check it out. Um, mm-hmm. the, uh, the wind oh, rises. Weird na ano ba? Weird na post Oppenheimer watching that I just felt like watching. Kaya I read in an interview na si Mads Mikkelsen when he was talking about Star Wars. He said na my character in Rogue One is kind of like the Oppenheimer and he's my inspiration for my character. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. And then I ended up watching Rogue One again after like pilaka years. Jesus, and I was on. like, dude, it's like, I remember, uh, I have a weird relationship with the movie because I really liked it when it came out. But ever since, like, Murag, uh, Ningawas ang TLJ hate, and then everyone keeps touting Rogue One as the better movie because, like, it has this, it has that. Murag, it's kind of, it became hard for me to like the movie. But, like, I just, I went back there, but, and I was just like, I remembered being excited for Star Wars. And Murag, this was the second movie in a Disney era, bia. and then I was like, just, just watching the Death Star explosion as a Jin and Sakashan are like kind of holding each other. I was just like, Oppenheimer, this is it. This is the bomb explosion. And I was like, <laughs> this is really good. I love this. Like, this movie is great. Mm-hmm. Like, if it weren't for the fans, this movie would be great. Okay, yeah, but <laughs> we're, 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 we're with biopics here and war. And yeah. at the same time, oh. though, um, like if we're talking about the Oppenheimer biopics and stuff like war, we can also put Imitation Game as well for like a companion piece. Oh yeah, yeah. There was they did make fun of that Namorag ano, like just make a cinematic universe of all the scientists in ano, in World War Two, and then oh so you can say that if Oppenheimer was BVS like 
Man of Steel would be ano, the imitation game with mm. Sherlock. The, yeah. See Doctor Strange. Crack, oh my God. Cracking that was the him. Enigma code. <laughs> yeah. What else was? Uh, there's another companion piece that we missed. No, I don't think so. Schindler's List yeah. is a different story. I don't think it's a biopic. No, I don't think it. There's not a single Japanese person in it. Yeah, but no. I mean, it's it's about <laughs> war, what we're talking about. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I could just, like, if you want me to name war movies, I can name, like, a bunch. But uh, things that are directly kind of related to the atom bomb. Mm. And, like, I think some people, because... Uh, Cinephiles, hello. If ganan kay kani Stanley Kubrick, uh, a lot of people suggest that you should watch. Um, oh, the Strange Love. Doctor Strange Love, yeah? yeah. Because ang character daw ni Benny Safdie is based on Doctor Strange Love, or vice versa. Like, see, Strange Love is based on the Teller guy. What's the name? Yeah, the Teller guy. See, oh, hydrogen bomb. See, creator. hydrogen bomb guy. Okay, I have not read much about him, but I'll be. I like. I think I'm gonna read more of him. Like after this episode, like he he's been yeah. like. After Oppenheimer came out, like a lot of people are talking about him. Like he let him cook. Like remember those memes? Like let him cook. <laughs> like he has a better idea of Oppenheimer. Come on. Like the hydrogen bomb is better. It's sustainable and <laughs> you can kill people from it. So without having yeah. to waste too much money. So he's good. Yeah, the mm. the documentary actually explains just how much Ter- how much more terrible a hydrogen bomb would be like they have like a scale of this if this was the first bomb and the second bomb the hydrogen bomb is like this big and then like i'm my hands are going like more like stretched across the screen i'm like more like oh so that's how devastating the hydrogen bomb would have been and that's what karang see oppenheimer was fighting against like we shouldn't like do that anymore it's like okay we had the atom bomb now we have to stop like benny safdi stop it like just talk to your brother robert pattinson and then like take some drugs or something mm. like <laughs> uh so yeah now, um yeah um to wrap that up um uh if barbie has a post watch that i recommend um Go to Netflix and check out the series "The Toys That Made Us." Nah, mm-hmm. it's a series about mga the origin of toys, and one of the episodes is Barbie, mm-hmm. and it talks about Ruth Handler and then the history of Barbie and how she changes. And like, it's also like uh, they also go over like Barbie's evolution from like uh, Malibu Barbie to eighties Barbie, and then get to the Barbie that like her boobs grow. It's like it's all there, so. Uh, 20-30 minute watch on Netflix like, okay. I suggest you check it out and that wraps up post Barbenheimer um, yeah I guess that's enough for that like we've, yeah. we've felt the shockwaves already and we're gonna be yeah. feeling more about it with the memes and all uh, it's not gonna yeah. end anytime soon yeah you know what I watched 30 that brought me absolutely no satisfaction whatsoever like Morag mm-hmm. what man Secret Invasion. Oh my god. How was it? Like, like waste the most of time. nothing story ever. Waste of time. Like, I don't like it. Yeah, like, you saw by Nemosha weekly. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, follow it, like, weekly? Yeah, I did. Like, I had no choice, but, like. <laughs> you had uh, no choice. Like, I felt like I want to watch it. Like, it's like, the, the discourse on Twitter is funny. Like, I just want to know what they're talking about. Like, with uh-huh. the with the revelations of like scrolls and all like okay uh what the hell are they talking about but i didn't take it too seriously i was just like i think i was watching it like when i'm like with my phone on and like checking out instagram reels that's probably what i'm doing <laughs> how the fuck do you do that mm. like i guess i guess if it's something like i have like a priority i ha- i can't be disturbed watch and i have a i'll put it on while i do chores watch like that's how i watch manga that's how I watched the Owl House until I got invested. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Secret Invasion. It was like a, I paid attention to Pagtanaonako, and uh, what can I, I say? But it just wasn't worth the attention. Like it's just so mid. Yeah, and um, like, I don't even know what they're trying to achieve there. Like I'm pretty sure there were a lot of cuts. There were like, uh, it, the final product wasn't uh the, what it what we saw on that show. Like, there mm. were a lot of things that were cut off. And um, there's nothing 
substantial to everything that happened in that yeah, show. Yeah, like there's there's no big status quo change at the end of it. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people compare it the like uh, a lot of the disappointment comes from people who read Secret Invasion the comic, mm-hmm. and I haven't read it yet. But I was so I was like, fine, I'll watch this anyway since like fresh ang akong mata. Yeah. But of all the big like mga Rhodes a scroll and they killed Aunt Robin, like it doesn't really do much, man. Like, uh, so what if Nick Fury has a wife na scroll? Yeah. Like I don't. Oh God! Like you know what's the best part of that show for me was like the f- the last part of it. Like remember when. There's like the intense paranoia happening now. Like everyone mm-hmm. knows that scrolls are everywhere. That could have been mm-hmm. the mo- That could have been the show. Like that could have been mm-hmm. like it's a, it's a war on terror shit, bang. They're invading us already, and everyone's paranoid. Everyone's freaked out. Like who is a scroll here? Is this president a scroll? Is my friend a scroll? So that could have been the plot. But no, apparently they had to build up on like um, Nick Fury's uh, relationship with with his wife with. Um, yeah, with Gaia and Talos' relationship, it just doesn't make sense. And Gravik was wasted there. Like the Barbie guy is wasted. <laughs> like he could have done more, but it's not. It's not really good. Yeah, you just you can feel that he was really trying his best. Certain finale where he's like having it out with like Fury in the reactor, and he's just like acting the shit out of it. Like, uh, Gravik was good. And see, si, ano sad, I really like Ben Mendelsohn. Like, katong si, ano, Rogue One. Si yeah. Krennic. Krennic. Like, he's really good. Yeah, he's and like the best part of the of, of Captain Marvel for me as well. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and like, see, si Amelia Clark is like serviceable. But the way that the series ends, where she becomes the, the super scroll of the MCU, I'm like, Oh no! How is this gonna fucking work now? Yeah. Like Morag, they turned her into a Captain Marvel that can shapeshift, and I was like, "This is gonna—they're gonna have to find a way to depower her or something." Because if mm. she just keeps existing, then the answer will be like, "Why didn't they just bring Gaia? Why didn't why didn't Gaia just stop him? Because yeah, she's so powerful." It's like, probably like the Marvel's very own answer to like, "Why why don't you just call the Avengers? Just call uh, yeah. Emilia Clark, guys." Uh, and I hope that she, you know, she extends her contract with us and we could work things yeah. out. But yeah, the ending yeah. to her story, though, is like interesting because at least she's on the good side, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, or more on the uh, Thunderbolt side. I don't I don't even think that she's going to appear anytime soon. Like, we've seen yeah. these like Marvel characters that don't really appear out of uh, in the next episodes, uh, in the next yeah, like, shows. Exactly. So uh, who cares anymore? I don't even yeah. want to bother that. I don't want to think about yeah. it. Like, I've... Uh, Marvel Studios isn't even like on my top list of like subreddits right now. Like I don't even care about that anymore. Like I'm moving yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like Morag, they promised the Morag the most intricate though on connections like One Division and Loki and all those sh- all that shit when it started. But then you kind of realize now, yeah, the movies can kind of function by themselves. And then they'll make like one mention of what happened in one division, but ultimately it doesn't matter. Like Morag, there's no Agatha Harkness and Doctor Strange, so like, even katong sa Loki, like the multiverse thing, anything in Loki is just like, it has nothing to do with what happened in the following movie. Like, uh, wala Russia sa ano, yeah, it has nothing. Like they have a cameo in Quantum Mania, but like that's it. And then people are still gonna be like, well, was Loki there? Isn't he dead? And it was yeah. Owen Wilson there. <clears throat> oh my yeah. god, like Yeah. Uh I don't know, like Loki season two is coming out, so that's let's hope that, you know, they learn their lesson with like connecting it to the movies. Uh, no, I Captain remember Mar- the uh, what? <laughs> I remember the only thing I really like about the Loki series is the music. But mm-hmm. like what I really don't like about the Marvel series for me, it's like they kind of even the Star Wars shows, they don't have a consistent runtime. And then they're kind of, I think, too focused on the spectacle scene in the episode so that it doesn't play out as long as you would like it to. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I really like Andor, K. Morag. Ang Andor is more focused on the characters just really sitting in their, ano, really sitting in their moments. Like, there's a lot of build up to the, like, diba three acts man ang Andor? Like, First the home planet and then the heist and then back to and then the prison, deba. And like 
there's a lot of episodes where the characters are just characters and nothing big happens and it all just gradually builds up. Yeah. But I think with Marvel, it's like each episode is like it can be 30 minutes, it can be 40 minutes, and, and then like bitin kayong feeling nimo all the time and it's kind of just hoping that you're I know you're hooked for the next one. Yeah. I think it's it, the problem lies in like the writers. Like I don't think they're inspired enough or something to like make stuff work mm. because there's a lot of um let's say uh interventions from like the big uh big heads, the big wigs like hey, yeah, stop yeah. this, cut this out. That's why like I think it's also like one of the like major factors of the strike as well. Like mm, I think they're underpaid enough to like write stuff like this to write something better, and they felt like oh this just this, uh, let's just work this out this is it like, I don't care. Yeah, the problem said is that, uh, like they're all given very specific timelines that you have to put everything here, and then the like also the big issue is that, uh, like since the timeline is so short, uh, like things have to be solid Nadayon when you're shooting it, but producers ha- like. Uh, producers or the big wigs will have a tendency to go like, can we change that part? Can you shift this part? And then like, kids say lo ang writers and the production because the production will have to like scramble everything because then it won't make sense. Mm. Like, siguro if you had like a very long time before the series came out, like problems can be like addressed beforehand, but wala man. So like, I think there was a lot of stuff that was changed for. Kind of secret invasion yeah. and like like it's so it felt like it really meant like nothing in the no, I didn't even feel like it needed to be Nick Fury's story like I tell me if you also felt the same way but it kind of felt like this was kind of just the uh, Sam Jackson needed to be the macho man of the know, he needed to be the macho man of the series I don't like, know Murag, I don't know like, I gotta do this. This is the I uh, know. I'm the I, only one who can like take care of this. I, I, I mean, yeah, things, right? like even without like if we put a show without Samuel Jackson, like Secret Invasion without him, that wouldn't make you know, it wouldn't sell much, right? I think the reason why they added Sam Jackson there is like to to attract you know, Nick Fury again because he's like, he, where is he? How is he doing? What's going on with mm. this dude? And apparently he didn't do shit in that show, so nothing happened. Yeah. Also, I also felt like I think they have like this like spare episodes that they put in like storage or something, and I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. Secret Invasion has like ten episodes probably, and they cut it mm-hmm. out and then just like f- put this one because we've seen the numbers, we've seen the ratings, and they're not good. So like, yeah, let's just put this in. Like whatever. That's a conspiracy yeah. theory in my head. Maybe yeah. the scrolls are inside the MCU. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like the only really good things to come out of it, like. Uh, I really like see oh no, um, Olivia Coleman. She's so good. Her yeah, character good. is like I thought she was evil, but apparently she's just an insane person. That's like, oh, but she works with Fury as a gap one, which is kind yeah. of like, oh, that's a relief. So I don't have to worry about her like more of being an asshole. So this is kind of like breath of fresh air now. Oh, we have a uh, kanang. Uh, not completely good, good guy. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, like lines where she's like, I can be your bestie, or I can be, but I'm also very good at not being your bestie. And I'm like, more of this, please. Like, yeah. I like her more than, see, ano, see, girl from Seinfeld, see, Julia Louis Dreyfus, who they're touting as, like, the lead of the Thunderbolts, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh man, now I need Olivia Coleman to run <laughs> that program because she's yeah. so much more fun. And I doubt we'll be seeing more of her eventually. Like now that Secret Invasion <laughs> isn't getting getting another she season, m- probably. Yeah, Who they knows? might put her in. Oh no, like you know what they should have done with Secret Invasion. I think Gaia has the more interesting, like more a route. She has more places to grow. But katolagi, <laughs> I felt like. Yeah, like I would have just watched Emilia Clark just go from she starts out as a rebel and then she starts to realize that the rebellion is kind of weird being run by evil Ken. Mm-hmm. And then like you can treat Nick Fury as kind of the antagonist. Okay? Like he lied, Bia. He's not, oh no, he couldn't fulfill his promise. So yeah, and then you give him one episode where like, okay, fine, reveal his wife or something. And then like, then they work together with Gaia, but 
Like, the way things, like, went out, even katong the reveal that Rhodey is a scroll, it's kind of like, nothing or say, okay? Like, they don't really answer how long he's been a scroll. Everyone is like, okay, so he's been a scroll after Endgame, because that kind of ruins it, diba? If, like, imagine if he was a scroll since Iron Man 2, and then it's the Rhodey that we see in, like, Infinity War. It's like, yeah, it weird, just say, buddy. It defeats everything. It defeats, like, the emotional ties to him with Tony Stark and everything. I'm not even yeah. sure, like, they meant everything they said there. So, I'm just gonna uh, consider Secret Invasion as, like, uh, a fever dream written by AI. And yeah. <laughs> so let's just forget about that show and move on to the Marvels, probably. I hope, like, they fix something oh in God. there. Because I'm actually oh, excited for the Marvels. Like, yeah. I want more. Uh, I want more Miss Marvel. I want more of, like, Captain yeah, Marvel. Miss Marvel, I'm Team Kamala. That's all yes. I want. Kamala. She's my beta, and I love her. Yes. They need more of that. And yeah. <laughs> so I don't think we're going to be seeing a Cap. Uh, Miss Marvel season two, right? Now that she's in a movie now, so I don't know. Maybe they're waiting. Okay, she has a very fleshed out world. Like she mm-hmm. has like her, I know, her group, and then like I really like Kamala's family. Like the way they're written, like very positive Muslim representation, mm-hmm. and it's like oh, I love her dad, and then her mom is also cute. Yeah, and, oh, and, I, there's also something here with uh, it's the first time we've seen like a major character from a TV show moving on to big screen. Like, we don't see, yeah. right? Like, some a new yeah, character, like like uh, Miss Marvel coming ba- coming to Captain Marvel with the Marvels. So, like, it's mm-hmm. a new character transitioned to a, to a, to a big-budget movie. It's, like, the first time we've yeah. seen that, right? We, we haven't seen a Marvel character done that. Um, if you're counting, like, pre-Disney+, Plus, like, they got the Jarvis character from Agent Carter and put him in, I don't know. Put him Ugh, in Avengers like, Endgame. <laughs> that's like a minor yeah. character. Kang is also but, from but, Loki, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kang is from Loki. But, mm. you know, Quantumania. Eh. <laughs> like, but I think for me, it's like, I'm kind of disappointed that they kind of gave the Marvels a team up. Okay. I really wanted to see more of the Carol Danvers character just grow. If they're gonna hype her up to be like the most powerful characters at MCU, like Morag, you know, give her more time to grow by herself. But now that you're putting her in like some kind of trio Nadayun, like ever after her first movie, I'm like, what are you saying? She doesn't have enough star power or like enough like character to like be her own. Like Morag eh, it's weird, but like, you know, it's fine, because I really like like, but personally, my favorite of the trio like, is Kamala. Like, mm-hmm. say, Photon is fine. Like, she's kind of plain in WandaVision, but it's kind of not her fault, sad, because WandaVision suffered from Anurasabia rewrites. Photon is supposed to be a mutant, they said. And Kamala is a mutant, confirmed. Mm-hmm. But, oh, you so, know also what's cool? See, what? Iman Vilani, who plays Kamala, she's going to be writing her own Miss Marvel comic. And. It's gonna be about Miss Marvel joining the X Men and becoming a mutant, and I'm like, "Wow, really? Like they're they're involving her?" Yeah. That's cute. I guess she That's really cute. knows a lot about Marvel. Like, the writers are talking about how like encyclopedic the knowledge ni Iman about uh, the Marvel comics, and then she fights with Kevin Feige like online about like like MCU isn't six one six. It's it's a uh, universe. Uh, uh, like she talks like that and people are like mark my words in 40 years Iman will be running the MCU she'll be the new Kevin Feige and I'm like uh, right. okay we'll wait and see <laughs> I don't even see uh, an MCU in the future probably <laughs> like yeah, it's gonna crash and burn like, eventually it's like it's very scary like uh I think all of the franchises are also thinking about it now. Like, how do I future-proof my franchise? Like, is it gonna be multiverse? Um, like, uh, direction? Okay, it's not sustainable. Ang kaning morag one true timeline. It's kind of just like Loki in a morag. You can't do one timeline lang. Okay, actors grow old. They they want to leave the role, and then mm-hmm. like. To, like stories they will stop die. being interesting if they have to keep to a specific like 
ano rule about the universe. So, ikaw, do you have any like ideas about how to future-proof like the MCU? No. Uh, what I really think is like keep it self-contained. I think the reason why like they could have ended it with like Endgame with all the like mm-hmm. ensemble cast and all that stories, and then after that, make it split into these standalone stories that you know character growths um, that don't really have to like build up to a big part. In the future, like mm-hmm. everything is everything in Marvel right now is like setting up to be the next Endgame, and I don't think it's gonna work. And yeah. it's so there's no payoff, Judna Tarong. Like with all the, we've been getting teased about the multiverse and mutants since WandaVision, mm-hmm. which came out when like 2020, and it's been three years and like nothing. Like it's still just in one timeline and nothing cool is happening and grabe ka mid ang katong Doctor Strange and how it tackled the multiverse mm-hmm. and like but I, but I really think na if they like if I'm gonna guess what they're planning right now it's they're gonna try and introduce multiple types of characters of the same kind of character like this is Spider-Man A Spider-Man B and then from that point on like future movies are gonna have like This is universe six one five, or this is gonna be universe, like blah blah blah, ingana, so that they can just be like, see, it's not in that timeline, so like, you don't have to worry about it. Like more Gundam good, like more if it's in the one timeline, they call it Universal Century, but like each and every other Gundam thing is like a, it's in its own timeline, and I'm like, okay, so that's how they future proofed it. Like, Final Fantasy future proofed itself by being about like a different like story every like thing so that's how they're gonna do it if yeah. if I'm to guess uh, I don't know <laughs> let's hope they actually do it like even like DC is like having trouble with like sustaining their actors oh, and their movies yeah. but that's yeah, like what did you think about Flash did you see it yeah I saw it did it's you... it was fun but yeah, yeah like I felt like oh. there were like two different writers and like one in one act of the movie and then the next act is like a different one like I felt like it's a different movie in there, but overall, I enjoy the experience. Like, mm. I love the way uh, you know. Uh, I love the emotional arc uh, on Flash's mom story, which was like, oh yeah, no, boy. this is a mom right? story. I told you, oh, no. I was like, yeah, mm. I told you, I was like, there's a there's a mom story in it for you, third. Mm. Like, I know that's your thing. Yeah, I actually <laughs> teared up. Like. I, tried my best oh, not to man. tear up but during that part when, <laughs> when he finally said like his words to the mom and I'm like no oh, this isn't what I remembered in like the Flash CW show <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't really cry on that one but yeah this one is like this one is actually nice but the issue yeah. I had with that uh, show the, uh, that movie though was like the CGI is terrible like I don't know it's so bad that yeah I'm not on it I'm like for I'm not faulting it. I think it was kind of clever that what they did to explain the CGI is that everything starts looking CGI when Flash uses his powers. That's why he wears that orange lens, and that's why everyone looks like that. Okay, mm-hmm. dude, if they decided to make everything hyper realistic, it would have been harder to land Nicolas Cage. It would have been harder to do all those cameos that they wanted to do. Like, yeah. But honestly, like the movie would have been stronger if they didn't rely so heavily on the classic previous na ano like wala na kanang Christopher Reeve Superman like if they just got Brandon Routh siguro people would have been happy yeah or uh, like I mean, it's just you know an easter egg kind of thing I'm not even sure if like what they're trying to do there right like yeah, was it I, like a flex lang like they can just get this AI ga- they can just generate an AI uh, face yeah. for Christopher Reeve yeah, yeah. I didn't Like everyone is trying to say Namurag, this thing is a fucking corporate product na ingana because they're just trying to resurrect dead people. And I'm like, it was just a short kanang few seconds. It's kind of not the point of the entire movie. Like they did something meaningful with like Batman. Like Morag, it, it was interesting pagagamit nila Nikita and the rest of all those cameos are kind of just like you know, they're very small. They're not hmm. like the entire movie is just that and it's waiting for you to cheer like i really th- think namor the story of like the flash and like realizing that he kind of created the enemy and the thing is like what's really really good about the movie 
Oh, someone's screaming. What the fuck was that? Uh, there's a stream. Uh, <laughs> there's someone streaming on the other side here. So if you guys wow. hear random screams, um, yeah, just you know, it, it, everything is safe here, guys. Don't worry. Yeah. But but yeah. I don't know. Back to like Flash. I'm like, I think what I'm really afraid of the studio is that they're gonna blame Andy Muschietti for it and then be like Morag, you are wrong, and like Morag, we are gonna. Like you're never gonna touch a movie again, and I'm like, mm, I think it's this is more on like the Snyder hate and the Snyder haters who are just rallying against the movie. And uh, admittedly, what happened with Ezra Miller is like no one, no one was able to shake off like kanang anunia, all the publicity and a bad. Some people thought it would have helped if they put him in front and then like. You know, just made himself relatable again and went to talk shows and just talked and yana. But I think they deemed him too much of a loose cannon to be like Morag. Oh, we can't do that. Like, so if they hide him, it makes him look. It makes it look worse. And then like, just everything cascading down from the bad Shazam reviews from James Gunn saying, "Oh, we're gonna reboot the movies before these movies came out." So like, why do I have to be invested? Like. I think that's what people were feeling. Mm. But sayang on jud like Morag, this is a like I take it personally, na Morag. This is a superhero movie with heart, jud like Morag. It's way better than Black Adam or like Shazam, na Morag. Sorry, Shazam, I still liked you, but like Morag, it, like I really like the Flash. Oh, I have yet to see Shazam. Yeah, it's on HBO. Just like Morag, eh, go watch it. Yeah, it's I haven't like, seen Shazam too. I don't hate it okay. as much. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's okay. It, or it was. I was expecting a by the numbers superhero movie, but I was just like, you know what? I'm excited for DC again. It was like, it was better than Ant Man, Quantumania, which I know you've mm-hmm. seen. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I I I forgot everything about that movie, but I yeah, did enjoy just, the new uh, Cassie though. She's fun in it. She's she's great. Okay. I guess. I was uh-huh. like, I was more of. Uh, just waiting for Modok to appear, and I was like, "We needed more of Modok. He was just so stupid, like masterful, lang yang line de- delivery of mm-hmm. like Morag. It's too late. Look at me. Mm. I'm such you a dick. Were, <laughs> you were right. It it really is Yellow Jacket. I I thought they were like, I thought you were fuck. You were messing <laughs> around or something. Like, that dude is Yellow Jacket. What? He, he is Yellow Jacket. He is the dude. <laughs> so. I was like, okay, when I when I found out that it's actually him, but just big face, like, okay, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's gonna get killed by Kevin Spacey, and then ano lang siya sa car. Kevin Spacey? What do you mean? Yeah, he was in House of Cards. He was oh, the guy oh. that Kevin Spacey kills. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Oh, uh, what else? Um, we, what other things that we have to talk yeah. about? Mm. Enough superheroes, by. I'm so sick of superheroes. Why don't we talk about the superhero of cinema, Wes Anderson? And oh, yeah. Asteroid City. Asteroid City. It's not his best work, but it is it's a really okay. good movie. Yeah, it, it's not his best work, but it's okay. It is sci-fi, though. And yeah, I, I understand that it's more of a like an interstellar kind of thing. Like, it's about... Uh, grieving lo- with loss and stuff. It's a movie yeah. about ano that. Siya, it's surprisingly meta. Like I wasn't expecting it. Like mm. I really wanted to see it in a theater. I was like, I was looking at all the online things, and then Asteroid City. When does it come out? But just like Bo is afraid, like the cinema was afraid. Like they didn't think Asteroid City would do anything. But yeah, Anushe like. I guess the movie felt extremely small compared to like previous Wes Andersons. Like, even French Dispatch was like, first we're in this set, and then we're in this set, and then we're in this set. But French Dispatch was like, I mean, Asteroid City was more a product of the pandemic. Salida, na people. It's mostly just there in Asteroid City, and then people are just in one room and two rooms, and then like. They can probably shoot them not together because they're yeah. just talking like separately. And, uh, they're like too and, far apart. <laughs> yeah, and then they like and then they quarantined them Rasad in the Anu, and then like some actors are just at the back, some actors are in the like more they can just be separated by green screen. But na ano ko like uh, the story is still very like it still got very emotional like 
it's very it's meta and i'm i'm like trying to put together like what's a like what is the story trying to tell like morag na na a framing device ni brian cranston Mm-mm. but no i, I think I the point was yeah mm. uh there was no point to the play it i think like that was that's what like um what's his name again the director adrian guy adrian brody adrian yeah, brody yeah, yeah. he said like it doesn't have to mean anything you know uh, i think the point of it was like to like to feel something about these characters that they make and mm-hmm. a lot of the major characters in asteroid city were uh scarlett johansson and uh jason schwartzman right and both of our mm-hmm. both people are like i think dealing with loss grieving with it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and them experiencing this higher being bana that like came out of nowhere and it's mm-hmm. definitely Jeff Goldblum but yeah. day and yeah. what happened there is like i think they realized that it's like something bigger than themselves so these mm-hmm. like worries and all these like your pain and loss and shit so mm. i think that was like that was the take the main takeaway i got from it but yeah, it was just a movie no, about no, dealing no with loss no i know it was dealing about loss and all that stuff but for some reason a lot of the delivery in the play is very flat like The children speak flatly, and like Mordog, see Jason Schwartzman, and see Scarlett Johansson, and all of them flat ang ilang delivery, and I thought it was like Mordog, fine, it's an artistic choice, but it kind of puts me out of the story a little. Na Mordog, ingana arasila mo storya kay, like, what's your favorite Wes Anderson? Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, mine is uh, Royal Tenenbaums, and like, even though like. Ang Royal Tenenbaums is it's still very Wes Anderson-y. Like the characters all have like they have emotions, they get angry, and then they get like sad. And pagtanong ako Asteroid City, it's kind of like they say very sad things to each other. And like Morag, oh this was my trauma, my wife died in Anna. But blank lang ang ilang like delivery, which I thought was like okay, it gets tiring at some point, but you get used to it, I guess. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. I I yeah. think I and I understand. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, what most do you of the deliveries of... aren't really mm-hmm. you know. There's no drama to them. There's no emotion, right? It's just like these people are speaking lang, saying their yeah, lines, yeah. right? Na ano jud go ba sa katong ano? Like it was so fucking amazing how Asteroid City was the real Barbenheimer. Okay, <laughs> yeah. there was an atomic bomb, and then Margot Robbie showed up, and I was like, what the what the fuck, yeah. what the fuck is she doing here? And then like. Like, grabe kay ka, ano eh, like, emotionally resonant ang scene niya. Mm. Like, she was like, I'm sad they cut our scene. And then they decided to perform it together. And I was just like, that's where I was just like, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, like That was a really good scene. I really love that one. Like, even just them, you know, like, even Marco Robbie was like, just an cameo appearance thing in that movie. It's yeah, good. Yeah. It's a good scene. And I love how, mm. you know, Wes Anderson does this, like, ensemble things even though we never got to see uh, we never get to see them more than like five minutes of screen time but it's really good mm-hmm. seeing these characters yeah, yeah. so even mm-hmm. Steve Carell was there and I'm like what the fuck he's there <laughs> and he's not even talking much he's like talking about real estate you can just buy this plot of land on like yeah, it's like soda yeah. machine I, was like, so, I yeah. was like it's a very weird role for Steve Carell like more he's the manager of the hotel in mm-hmm. Anna. but uh You know, it's like it. I guess it just works. Na lang na nasi Steve Carell, the nasi Holly from The Office. Uh, but what I, Holly from The Office? Yeah, she's the one who talks to Scarlett Johansson like outside the bats, and it's like I really like your movie. I'm sorry that a lot of people didn't oh, like yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. So, di ba? Dagan kayo like characters that we recognize and mm-hmm. actors. So yeah, even say Anugani, say. Uh, Willem Dafoe was in it, mm. and then like they were doing like some kind of like acting, ano, acting exercise. Yeah, how like, does he do that? How does he? How does Wes Anderson do it, man? Like just get actors from like other corners of the world and just put you there for like probably two minutes of screen time, lang. Uh, it's very easy to, ano, the actors don't really like interact with each other, so I guess that's, ano, that's a. Uh, bonus for it like they just mm-hmm. need to put them in one place really and then like you know zoom the camera in and out and then they just hold a prop or say one line or mm-hmm. and then that's it and i think because the actors are kind of like happy to just be part of the movie or it's kind of like 
ano, Oppenheimer, like, more like, oh, Christopher Nolan has a movie, so you're like, more like, I don't fucking care, just get me in that movie. Like, yeah, more yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And Wes Anderson likes, he likes his friends. Like, you can, Bill Murray's gonna be in it, Jeff Goldblum's gonna be in it, like, Schwartzman is always Ronan gonna in? be in it. Yes, Saoirse Ronan is, like, probably the most absent character in recent memory, right? Like, where is she mm. right now? She's, she's a, she could be in a Barbie, right? With Greta's Barbie. And she yeah, could yeah, probably she be yeah, in, with, uh, with Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. So where mm-hmm. is she? Like, how are you, know. girl? Like, you were... Yeah. We miss like, you. She, wa- <laughs> she was in that movie about, like, katong that Netflix movie about those two friends that are, like... I forgot what it was called, but a lot of people were talking about it because Sansa has, like, a freak-out like scene in it you know what movie I'm talking about the one no. with Maya Hawk. no ah oh, fucking shit I forgot the title of the movie but the there was just one scene there that na meme na si Sansa is like freaking out because she's like more like I don't even know what drugs look like and then it's Sansa like freaking out and then her scene partner Shorja Ronan who's just like I don't even know what drugs look like and I was like uh, I'll put it in the comments or something like more like oh that, it was that movie, but <laughs> back to Wes Anderson. Um, uh, it's very, it still is very emotionally resonant, but na ano lang ko, like it felt kind of super contained lang. It felt like a product of the pandemic, jud nga salida. Mm, I, yeah, but I, yeah. it's a it's a fun movie nonetheless. Like yeah. just the Margot Robbie scene, I loved it. Yeah, it's uh, good. Tiny. Uh, <laughs> like even. I I really like the way like Wes Anderson does these like short stories lung within a mm-hmm. big picture. So like even French Dispatch was a good uh it was a good movie. I really loved the French Dispatch and I, I think we yeah. talked about it and we were talking Tiny, about like our favorite <laughs> Tiny episodes. I didn't like French Dispatch that much. Oh, all right. Yeah, it was but I was it was a very like Morag story 1, story 2, story 3 in a kind of structure, no? Yeah. Even, uh, I think Asteroid City is, like, going with, like, that kind of thing. But instead, it's more of, like, a perspective on the characters lang. Oh, what yeah. I understood, it was, like, day one, day two, and a week from day two. Like, oh, because yeah. it goes act one, act two, act three, diba. Mm. And then yeah. they explain the structure throughout the movie. And I'm like, okay, this is one of them Nolans again. It's one of them Dunkirks that's, like, yeah. three hours... Three it's literally, days and dude, it's literally pulling an Oppenheimer there. <laughs> so it's it's like the Barbenheimer experience, dude. Like, yeah, true. Right? It was... It's like it's like separated in timelines. It's like <laughs> there's like a black and white scene. There's an atomic bomb, and then there's Margot Robbie, <laughs> and the color scheme is so colorful. It feels like you're in Barbie land. So yeah, it feels like it, know, dude, like it really it's is the, the true... Barbie. It's the Barbieheimer. <laughs> the true Barbenheimer. We should have put it in like a the beginning of the episode where we're like, you know what you should watch after Oppenheimer? Asteroid City. Like, Morag. It, it, it has everything. It has atomic bombs, black and white scenes. It has Margot Robbie of all people. Amazing. And yeah. then she's still the, she's still the heart of the movie and like, Morag. <laughs> fucking outstanding. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, there's so many good stuff coming. Uh, I mean, yeah. we've seen good movies recently, and have you seen Mission Impossible? Not yet. Not yet. No, not yet. I'm God, like, I'm God. trying to convince Tiny to like, let's watch Oppenheimer before they take it out of the cinemas, and like, let's wear our Barbie outfits just to just you know just to fuck with the I know, the cinema people like mm. Morag. Hey, we're like, we have like kind of hard shaped glasses and pink outfits, and then we'll be like, one ticket to Oppenheimer, please, like Morag. And then because I'm ready, I've seen the documentary, and I'm like, Mordag, you know what? I'm ready again. I'm mm-hmm. ready to, be, I'm ready to experience this. But oh, uh, I, saw, gonna, uh, I saw what what man. Yeah, but Mission Impossible. I think it's not in theaters anymore. Yeah, that, it, it got got murdered. Yeah, what were you doing? Like trying to like waste your time watch, uh, you know. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I guess. Is that what you were I'm watching? Fu- uh, fucking shit! Ninja Turtles is already out in the US, thirds. And then oh, okay. they decided to delay it here for like 20 days. I have to wait for a couple more weeks before I can get my turtle power on. Aww. I bought the whole set. I have like all four Ninja Turtles. And then like, Murag, 
I was ready to like cosplay katong si Bebop, the pig guy, and, but they delayed it and I don't know why. But I'm so like more garbage kalain, but Ooh. it's hey, Ninja Turtles is getting really really good reviews. They're like more Yeah, I've seen it. The reviews yeah. are like, oh, it's good, it's good. Spider Verse compared, Ooh. and then like huge, huge, yeah. huge, huge W for the yeah. movie, or like big if true. <laughs> but now I know the woke mob is already going after it. They found something. They're like Morag. The movie implies though that Kanasi Splinter is gay, and then immediately that was like Morag. Okay, here come the I know, here come the YouTube channels. The Morag. Oh, they're pushing the woke agenda. Splinter's gay now. Woke turtles, LGBTQ turtles, mm. boo. And I'm like, uh, these people they need something to, to like. <laughs> they need something. They need something to hate. <laughs> Alright. Well, if you're looking forward to TMNT, I would really like to talk about Saw. But I don't think we have, like, <laughs> the time for it now. You, I know actually, what, you know what the studio is trying to do with Saw? What? They're trying to make another Barbenheimer by touting uh, they're releasing Saw X with Paw Patrol. Oh, yeah. And it's... their hashtag Saw Patrol. Yeah, it's, it's going to so be another stupid. Barbenheimer, so... Let's hope it picks it up. It really is. <laughs> like, more like they're, they're forgetting the fact that Barbenheimer was supposed to be about two cinephiles. There, there's two cinematic auteurs going head-to-head with two different themes. But I'm like, who the fuck is gonna watch Saw and then watch, like, Paw Patrol? It's fucking stupid. <laughs> like... What are you going to do? Show up in the cinema on a horror kid movie ang imong like theme? It's no fun. <laughs> but I really dig Saw series. Uh, the do- the Saw ah, the Saw series, man. Like I think it was like my I watched it yeah, when I was like thir- 13, 13 years old or 12. You're a fucking psycho, man. You watch <laughs> you watch gore videos on Fortune, which I'm still like more like, Mm-hmm. I still don't forget that detail about you that when I see those threads on 4chan, I'm like, fucking 30 is probably there right now. <laughs> Do not out me like, on this, man. Do you're prob- you're probably me. posting videos on it. And it's like, you got something more violent than this. And I'm like, fucking psychopath. <laughs> Do not out me on that, man. Like, I have been so desensitized with the internet right now that everything I see, everything violent, it's not like, ah, oh, all right, that happened. It's a lesson, I guess. <laughs> But I only I guess s- that just happened. Yeah, I only feel sad, very, very sad when it comes to like dead animals. I do not do that. I, uh, I just skim it. I like no anything but dead animals. But everything's fine, except for um, like I, I don't think uh, there's a lot of things that I know. Uh, this is not you know this is yeah, this is a safe space, guys. We're not gonna trigger yeah, you. Yeah, but <laughs> saw franchise. Um, yeah, I when really does it come out. It comes October? out in September. September. Uh, did you watch month. the Chris Rock one? Yeah, I did. Spiral. Yeah, I did. You liked it? Have you seen it though? Uh, no. I'm like, uh, I'm very squeamish okay. for them, and like, I know, like, it has kind of a B story, and then it's kind of just excuses to watch people get horribly like hurt. Yeah, it's but, just torture porn. <laughs> yeah, I've fallen into the holes of like more like just watching the traps on YouTube and just going like, oh, this is the. Uh, trap one and this is a, like jaw trap and then mm-hmm. this is like chain trap and i'm like well i wonder like if they put the people who write these movies in a watch list or like <laughs> more to- probably right <laughs> but uh, that's what i that's what i really enjoy about saw as well like these like traps that sometimes you think that this is impossible i don't think these guys can do it but I don't know. It's just mm. fun watching then, people like. You yeah, know. their thing is they also like to make sure nah, the people getting tortured in the movies are horrible people. Like they're drug addicts or they're like they've wronged someone in some way. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Even Tobin Bell is like, you know, playing as like he he acts like he's a savior. He, he saves everyone. He's like a messiah, but like everything mm. he says is all bullshit it contradicts everything he does and it's funny to see that show like go there but back to spiral with the chris rock one it was really good Uh it was it was decent it was like the first saw movie that actually has like a tight tight tightly you know a tight narrative but it's about a story about Mm -hmm. a dad and his kid lang and Mm -hmm. uh, torture yeah of course 
Yeah, of course. It's of course. Saul. Like, you're not watching uh, I don't know. Show. It's Chris Rock. Maybe it, like, it's grown-ups level. Uh, no more like, I know, like rating. It's <laughs> like, I ain't gonna do this if there's violence. But it's... Okay, you know. Chris Rock. <laughs> but Chris Rock is oddly, like, casted there. It's It's like he tries to be funny but is not funny he's trying yeah he's trying to be i know uh he's trying to pull a jordan peele like morag mm. from comedy to like serious movie and i don't blame him like yeah. i appreciate people who will try to act out of their type like yeah. i guess it's Always. sad sometimes okay yeah <laughs> i guess it's sad sometimes like see steve carell is like Oh man, he's only doing drama now. Like after, wh- when are we gonna get something like Forty Year Old Virgin again or like mm. The Office? But yeah. maybe he's like g- grown out of it. Like you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like a lot of. That's what like I get sad about. Where like, but it's like bittersweet. I'm feeling now, ko namorag. Oh, you're such a good comedy actor, but now you're just doing dramas all the time. Yeah. Yeah, but I understand. It's like a, I know. It's like um, isn't it? Uh, it's an artistic decision to do that. Like Jennifer Lawrence, like she's done Aronofsky and did she do Scorsese? But those kinds of like movies, kanang si Silver Linings Playbook, and now she's in like a rated R in a comedy where she fights someone in the nude, and I'm like, hmm. that's crazy. Like Murag, she was also in I can't... Hunger Games. Yeah, exactly. So it was like from moving on from there, and then she does like an R-rated comedy in a No Hard Feelings. Mm. Like Murag, it looks like a raunchy comedy. I'm like. You know what, Jayla? Go off. Like, Morag, just just do your art. Yeah. I love it. Oh, even, like, uh, Timothy Chalamet is going on a different path right now with, with Willy Wonka. <laughs> no, just a Wonka. I'm, yeah, I'm not even sure if, like, he's the perfect fit for it, but, yeah, I guess. I don't know, keep, man. Keep, like, Morag, let, him, let him cook, I guess. Yeah. Let him cook chocolate or something. Yeah. And then, like... And Tom Hammond. Yeah, the director is Anubia. The director is, see, Paddington too, which I have not seen, but I'm so like, Morag, like, I'm really, really wanna. I I know all the internet hype around Paddington too. They even hyped it up sa katong that Pedro Pascal movie with Nicolas Cage, katong, mm. uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Like, Nicolas Cage is like, why the fuck would I watch Paddington too? And then he watches it and it's like, you're right, it's the greatest movie ever made. And I'm like, well, now I have to watch Paddington too. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but that's it. Uh, you know, we're done. Um, now we that did was Asteroid City. Yes. We Secret Invasion. What's we, coming up? We flashed. Oh, that's bad. That's a bad. Yeah, we flashed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we flashed consensually. Like, Murag, you flashed me. I flashed you. <laughs> we this were is like, a safe Murag, space. Yeah, it was nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. It was great. It was misunderstood the flashing, mm-hmm. but you know, I uh, cried. Next. Next it ep- put me into tears. Yeah. Next yeah. episode, what are we gonna talk about? Uh, Ninja Turtles is coming out weeks after Pupa. Mm. Uh, video games. I don't know what's TV. August, maybe video games. We'll I be figuring know. it out. Like not here on this point. <laughs> We're just yeah. like Morang. We'll just wait for like what comes out next week. Dune 2 hmm? Dune 2 which like likely to get delayed with all this drama going <laughs> on the writer's strike yeah yeah but there's still a lot of content if you want to talk about anime like I'm still waiting for you to watch Oshinoko okay like, yeah <laughs> or I watched Zom 100 for some, for some reason yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen like I've, I'm watching it and okay. oh my god it's, really it's pretty cool like I like is that the one where all of them are wearing kimonos no uh, no that's like that's Demon Slayer this one is like JJK was like this like uh, sorcerer guys and this dude with like Kakashi like a blindfold on his eye you've probably seen, then, you've probably seen him but Genshin Impact is the oh, is shut the up. game shut up shut up I really don't know but like yeah. more if it's, it's, it's an anime on Disney Plus, they have all the mainstream animes. They have oh. the Demon Slayers. They have yeah, probably uh, My there. Hero Academia. They have it. They have Love and War. And I'm like, the only good anime in their list is Tengoku Daimakyo, which get in on it. It's good. Okay, okay. Yeah. But that oh, was we, could, uh, we haven't talked about the bear. Oh, we can talk about that next week. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have to watch. Oh, that's a big noise. Yeah, it's fine. 
But I have yeah. I have yet to see the bear. I have I want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, go. Go. Like I suggest like you take it over the weekend and then just like uh enter the stressful world of ano like karang the bear na ano afterwards you're gonna keep going like yeah chef yeah chef and then whenever mo lingit ka sa ano you're gonna be like corner corner okay yeah, alright it's, sige, sige. it's fun like a lot of people are just ano a lot of people are just memeing about when they started watching the bear they started saying yes chef corner and cousin for some reason like cousin you mm-hmm. have to like know this yes chef ano <laughs> It's so good. Yeah. So that was episode 62. 62, yes. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed our recommendations and our takes on Asteroid City. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our post-Barbenheimer world. Like, yeah. And, you know, check out The Flash. I recommend. Mm -hmm. Like, regardless of how you feel about Ezra Miller. (laughs) I think this is his last movie in (laughs) it. Oh man! But anyway, it was so good. <laughs> yeah, let's. They let's, were so good. They were so good. Yeah, that's it, guys, yeah. and bye bye.